Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. What's up, guys? It's Mike from LRMOnline.com. And we're bringing you another exciting episode of LRM TV Podcast. And this week we brought back John Hunter, our WWE expert, to help us break down the previous uh, pay-per-view uh, fast lane and kind of set ourselves up for WrestleMania or what we think is going to happen at WrestleMania. Uh, it's really kind of a, another flat pay-per-view, not really anything really exciting, but that's to be expected with WWE. They never really changed too much right before WrestleMania, but we have some ideas of how they could shake up the show, what could make it better, and we're still hoping out that WrestleMania is going to be awesome like it always is. So make sure to let us know what you guys thought about the pay-per-view and let us know what you think of what's going on in WrestleMania and check out our other podcast. And we'll be back on regular schedule next week. Oh, what's going on? Well, hello there. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> you, you sound so thrilled, Mark. I said, well, hello. <laughs> well, I sorry, just, sorry, just uh, trying to unwind after this day. So, What would you guys think of the pay-per-view? Well, um, I think I'd give it a solid C. You're generous. You were really generous. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, it seemed like a, it just seemed like another Raw. Really. The, it didn't seem like a pay-per-view to me. Like, it just seemed like Raw. It, that's exactly what it was. Because on Raw, basically, nothing ever changes. It's always a build-up to the pay-per-view. And then the pay-per-view is when you have the big changes. But nothing happened this go-around. Um, I, what, one yeah, title change, that was yeah. it? Boring, yeah, and well, yeah, then that title change was, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think this for Raw, especially right now, like, I just think the storylines are boring and it just kind of trickles over into the pay per view. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know, how, how long are pay per views again? Are they four hours? Three hours, three hours, well, like three hours, three hours of change, right. yeah, right. So, so it's the same like it's the same length as a raw you know and so what like i said like what how could it be that different you know for at least the raw side like the smackdown side like yeah you get another hour you know you can do some other stuff but it's just i don't know i feel like it's just turning into like the same kind of stories over and over again there's nothing really i don't know i don't there's there's nothing really to it, I don't think. Well, my issue with like with this pay per view was that 
Did it not seem like like every single match ended the same way with some sort of type of interference? Like yeah. So going down uh, the like or the major ones. So the the Raw Tag Team Champions match between Gallows Anderson versus Enzo and uh, Big Cass that was because of interference. Um, then the Cruiserweight Championship with Neville and Jack Gallagher didn't Rich Swan. Have it, or no, was it? Um, uh, Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Interference. Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, there was interference in that one. Um, Bailey defeating Charlotte, interference with um, Sasha. Sasha Banks. Sasha. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, Jericho coming out and inter- not necessarily interfering, but the, you know, taking away Kevin Owens' like, attention from Goldberg and losing his title to Goldberg. Yeah, the it it just it waters it down, right? You know, like having some interference in is can be exciting depending on the match, but when you do it every time, it's like okay. And all they did was kind of like you said, all all they did that wasn't even to advance. Here's the thing: this is why it was so much like a raw, I think, because a lot of those little storylines weren't even necessarily to advance WrestleMania. It was to advance Raw the next night, right? Because look at look at the outcome of the next night. That's that's what most of them was. The tag team championships were on the line again, right? <clears throat> and Enzo and Cass lost again. And this time, what was it? Oh, an interference with Sheamus and Cesaro, dude. How many? How good? Stupid. Like, how many times can you watch Enzo go for that gigantic tag leap and get kicked in the face or, like, slammed <laughs> down or up? That thing is hilarious. Like, that move right there, it comes every single match. Enzo goes for the the, the long tag, you know, um, and gets just clobbered. And the, what was it, uh, Gallows just kicks him right square in the face. It was dead on. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'd much rather see that than all the Superman punches that Roman Reigns does. Oh, yeah, God. that was garbage. Hunter, which uh, what match did you like the most? Oh, goodness. Uh, actually, I, I have two. Okay. Um, so I liked uh, Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn. That was a good uh, one. Just, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they're both solid. You know, like, They have like a high work rate. Um, they both have like a huge repertoire of, of moves, like a, the complete opposite of Roman Reigns. Right. Um, so and it's just like you know like the, like Joe is the quintessential heel. He's just such a badass. Um, and Sammy's like a huge fan favorite. So th- those two went at it um, pretty good. And then I actually like the cruiserweights um, mm-hmm. with Neville and uh, Jack Gall- uh, Gallagher, 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 whatever. Gallagher, yeah. Um, uh, because the, again, you know, the cruiserweights are just fun to watch because they're so like high flying things like that. Um, and Neville uh, even pulled out the um, red arrow to, to wrap things up, yep. which, mm-hmm. which, which so apparently, awesome. he apparently doesn't like doing as a heel because it gets too much of a pop from the audience. They like cheer his move, and, and that goes like against his character. Right. So I thought that's kind of interesting. No, I agree with you. The, the cruiserweight match between Neville and Gallagher was actually pretty entertaining because, like, like I like Neville, but I think Gallagher's garbage. But he actually impressed me wrestling style because like, mm-hmm. uh, just in, like when you look at him, he does not look like a wrestler. Like his oh like, my god, I mean absolutely not. He looks like a eighteen fifties <clears throat> boxer where he's you know holding his duke up, dukes up and fisticuffs. Everything. Yeah, fisticuffs. Yeah. Um, he the thing with Gallagher though is I I I agree he obviously isn't intimidating or physically like you know kind of opposing or anything, but he he's very 
charismatic. I think he's good on the mic. Yes, he is, definitely. And he's I good. think that kind of this back and forth thing that he and Neville have, because Neville is, I, I've, you know, Hunter, I think I told you a while back to watch out for Neville, remember? You, you, you told me that like almost <clears throat> a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, you know, his heel is a little bit different on the mic, but still got on the mic. So, you know, I think that's what makes that so appealing as well, is you have two good wrestlers um, that have this 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 charisma to them that just seems to kind of work. Like, I'm interested in those two, like, going against each other. Right. You know what I mean? Which I can't always say about some of the other ones. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was... I agree. I thought that was one of the better matches. Um, I thought that was one of the better matches of the evening. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to WrestleMania when it's going to be Neville versus Rich Swan because we already got like a a glimpse of it on Monday Night Raw and seeing Rich Swan do his his version of the Swanton Bomb um, and everything, which is crazy. And then uh, Neville landed his perfect. You see how he popped straight up yeah. after he. La- I mean, that was like perfect landing on it, um, and uh, like that. Uh, the rumor is is that they're going to try to figure out how to get Akira Tozawa um, into that match okay. too, like a three way match or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but because he's awesome but, too. Yeah, oh yeah, the the tag where, match to kick off was good. Uh, where, where, hold on, one second. Where does um, Austin Aries kind of fit into this? Because on, I think it was on Raw the next night. He was interviewing Neville and like and beat yeah. the crap out of him. Yeah, well, because he he like announced that he's joining the cruiserweights. So I I, I can only assume they're going to put him. Um, kind of at, at the top somewhere. Maybe because Aries just had that promo package been showing on mm-hmm. for what like two three weeks now, and something mm-hmm. yeah. made absolutely no sense. Like, let's watch my promo package. And like, why? Right. And then it, it finally made sense. Some people caught on to it earlier that they that basically was going to join the cruiserweight division. Um, and I, I don't know. I think it's, his his character was good at NXT. Um, was well, I think what they're. I think what they're trying to do as well is the the one kind of thing that I think was holding the cruiserweights back even before Neville really got involved with the cruiserweights because I mean if you remember he was on the I mean a main roster guy right before the cruiserweights even started so and it's nothing against like Rich Swan or any of them but I since a lot of them were newer I don't think very many of them were that great on the mic or charismatic yet so then if you get like a Neville and um, you know, Gallagher and these other guys, I think that they're trying to kind of give the cruiserweights more of a, of, of a story, I guess, rather than just being the cruiserweights is the way that I kind of yeah. see it. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, making it a triple threat or a fatal four way or something like that. Like I'd be fine with that. I think that'd be like, I don't think, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a fatal four way or a triple threat cruiserweight. Like, can you imagine that? Like yeah, flying all over the place. You'd have to go back to like WCW days with Rey Mysterio and Kidman. Yeah. And, um, you know that. And, that and Hu- Huvatun Guerrero. Huvatun Guerrero. Oh, yep. Good pull. Um, Disco Inferno was in the cruiserweight for a while there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in the NWO Wolfpack. For yes, a while he too. was. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Everybody was in the deep- Wolfpack. Yeah. Dean Malenko was in there too, wasn't yep. it? Yep, Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. When he tried to get the, the four horsemen back and Ric Flair wouldn't come back to WCW. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, screw this shit, I'm out. <laughs> so, uh, so what about the garbage matches that they introduced in the middle of the pay-per-view oh. with uh, oh Rusev and Jinder? 
That was out of nowheresville. That like that was dumb. Yeah. So first off, this is how you know when a pay per view is gonna suck is when the owner, the and the creative director don't even show up. So Stephanie McMahon pulls off this fake um stuck at an airport type deal and calling through the phone. That's when I knew I was like, oh, this is gonna be a bad pay per view when you don't even have Stephanie McMahon or Triple H showing up to the pay per view and they leave Mick Foley in charge. And the only thing that Mick Foley did being in charge for the night was give two singles matches for <laughs> gender and and rusev and it was cesaro so, against gender which that was a no. mismatch like that oh. to me looked horrible because Cesaro's so good like so technically sound as a wrestler that it just looked so uncomfortable for him because you could see him trying to do suplexes and gender was all over the place and then big show versus rusev was like watching like old school like when um what's his name? mark henry and and big show would go at it with each other just so slow yes and... yes i mean they just it didn't make sense so it wasn't even something that was appealing i mean you had all of a sudden a, an, an odd tag team group anyways and then all of a sudden they're like we don't want to be friends anymore and then someone else is like i should be on the show so they're like Okay, you two fight. It just, it just didn't make any sense, and right. was, they were just ugh, boring. And the, like their acting skills are are not the greatest, you know. So it was kind of like when they were doing that scene with Mick. That was ooh, that was rough. Struggling. Yeah. And then it's kind of weird watching Lana now, knowing her that her real accent's like pure American. And she pulls yeah. off that Russian accent and stuff like that. Because <laughs> I, like, I never knew that. Like, I, I thought she had like a... I didn't think it was that thick of an Eastern European accent. But I thought she had one. And then I watched Total Divas. And she talks better English than I do. Yeah, and, I, I, I think she's from like South Florida or something yeah, like that. I mean, born and raised. Like, yeah, I'm from South Florida. My parents are from Eastern Europe. But I'm not. You know, like... <laughs> oh, okay. Never oh. mind then. If she, they want to make her more intimidating, they should make her like... Dolph Lundgren's woman in uh, Rocky Four, and give her like the, the high cut, the flat top. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, <Yes>. break him. <laughs> yeah, see, oh, there you go. That'd be hilarious. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, once again, I just like I said, I it just I don't know. I after you know looking at Fastlane and then Raw the next evening, like it, it out of six hours worth of wrestling. I maybe enjoyed an hour total of it all. Well, the one thing I tell you what, that I cannot watch anymore, and it's just for, like, the sake of, like, safety. Like, I can't watch this. Like, I'd rather watch Roman Reigns' Superman Punch than watch this match as Sasha Banks versus versus Nia. uh, Yeah. Because, oh, my God. Nia, like, I'm scared to go in the ring with her. She legit... Just throws Sasha around like like a rag doll, which is like, why the end which is why the end didn't make any sense. The the like, roll up, yeah, the roll up, yeah. You like yeah, that's like you're you're getting tossed around like a rag doll, and then all of a sudden like you're gonna do a Samoa drop. Oh, quick roll up! It's like wait, what? Now I've heard. Did you guys uh, either read stories or hear that it was accidentally botched and that's not the way it was supposed to go? No, I didn't hear that. It looked like it looked like it wasn't supposed to end that way. So I, I and I like I said I don't know if this is just kind of the rumor mill or what, but um, when 
she had rolled her. I think she was supposed to grab the rope. And because it would make her look kind of more heelish a little bit. Yeah. Because she's grabbing the rope and like winning off of uh, off of cheating. But either she was too far away is what they're speculating. But like that wasn't it wasn't supposed to happen like that. Yeah. She was too far away from the ropes. Like, yeah. Watching that. She was way too far away. To, for to grab rope or anything because it I didn't think look they're trying legit. to make her right i think they're trying to make her a bit more heel so i don't know if that you know is to make bailey stick out i don't know well but um that would make sense since like sasha wanted a title match against bailey at right. wrestlemania to like right hey we're best friends oh not anymore i really just want the title Right, but I think that also made it would have made it look somewhat more realistic if like she's holding the ropes to cheat to win rather oh, yeah. than just this random roll up and you know, she was just thrown around the ring and all of a sudden she catches Nia Jax by surprise, which is just like, Wait, what? Right, yeah. There's look, there's no way physically Sasha could have taken down Nia Jax in real life or like in legit so they had to do a roll up type I knew that that was gonna happen. I figured she either Sasha was going to win by disqualification, like Nia was going to do something, or Charlotte was going to come out, or something similar to that, a roll-up, or referee gets knocked unconscious type deal, and then Sasha <laughs> takes out a 2 by 4 and whacks her over the head. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're bringing out the kendo sticks for uh, Natalia and... Uh, and um, Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella. I mean, come on, oh, yeah. bring out the 2 by 4 you know. I think what would make each show a little bit more interesting is if each show introduced like one other type of belt. I don't know what it is, but like, I feel like a lot of them, they need a European championship type of belt. I feel like, and I think that's what would make the, the, um, Rusev, Cesaro, Sheamus type of matches seem somewhat more interesting. So call it the, there... the Trump belt and make it all immigrants <laughs> into this country. <laughs> you are not you are not allowed to get the heavyweight belt, but you can get the Trump belt. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, but I, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think about it? I just feel like, you know, each show has a uh, tag team champ. Let's see. What does Raw have? Universal, tag team, um uh united states united states cruiserweight right right and yeah and well women so like each show has their own like heavyweight championship each show has their own right. tag, tag team champion um and then was it um it's an inter- the, intercontinental intercontinentals over on smackdown u.s is on on raw, raw. yeah, yeah. The, the, the problem is though is so so Jericho's the current like he's like the U.S. champion. Right. When is the last time he's defended that? Right. It's been you know, a while. I mean? like, yeah. Like yeah, you know, and same thing for like I think Dean Ambrose on SmackDown. He's the Intercontinental Champion. Like when is the last time he defended that? You know, he was like for example back to the SmackDown pay per view uh, elimination chamber. He was in the elimination uh, the elimination chamber. So the Intercontinental title wasn't being defended on that pay per view, which is somewhat problematic. So again, you have these you, you kind of have these mid card belts but they're not being defended every week uh, you know like, like they should be right so you know it, the Rusevs and cesaros don't have anything to really to really shoot for because the matches just aren't there well and it's weird too because if you look at it they'll say like for some belts and some people are like 
you have to defend it within 30 days or else it's, you know. And yeah, like other Naomi, ones... they took away her belt, like, immediately. Granted, she's injured and she's going to be out longer than 30 right. days. But they pull that rule up. Oh, you have to be able to defend it in 30 days. I mean, they stripped her of their belt like that. But then I feel like they don't do that for, obviously, other things. Like, Hunter was just talking about with, you know, the Intercontinental Championship. Like, what, like, I don't, I don't even remember the last time there was a match for that. Or, like you said, uh, Hunter, there was one for the... I mean, even the U.S. champion. Yeah. Well, I know there's supposed to be one with Kevin, but still, though, like, I mean, recently, you know, I can't even remember. See, but remember to your that. point, like that, that, see, that's what kind of got me about Raw was that, like, Kevin, like, so in real life, okay, let's say UFC or boxing, if you're the champ and you lose the title, you should autom- automatically get a rematch. Why didn't Kevin Owens get a quick rematch against Goldberg? I mean, come on. There could have been another 30-second display of what happened on the pay-per-view. Right. Like, if you want to kind of legitimize the world wrestling entertainment industry, they've got to take a better approach on this and kind of be more adaptable to how sports are today. And more people are conscious of, you know, the rankings of athletes. So, like, UFC, that you know, has their number one contender, and then they rank all the other athletes behind them for that for that belt. So, you're number two, you're number three, you're number four, you're number five, you're number six. So, if you want a shot at the title, you got to beat the number one contender type deal. you got to rise to the ranks. That's what really what WWE is missing is because with these part-timers coming back, a lot of these new guys that they could be doing that with, you know... Um, as the number one contender, as the number three overall, you know, heavyweight, you know, division and so forth, and or like U.S. division and stuff, that's what they're missing because you don't know who's fighting for what anymore. No, I mean it's it's all over the place for sure. Um, I think you're absolutely. I think having a ranking system kind of uh, like you said legitimizes it a little bit, and you can kind of see you know like what the path is. And I think you had a good point, like with the, with the part timers, like they just come out of nowhere, you right. know, like, like Goldberg and the and and next thing you know, he, like he's got the belt, and you're like, and people who've been there for a while, you, you know, have like no shot at it. So it's just it's all over the place. And like so, when Finn Balor comes back, is he gonna face mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar now? Like when does he get his shot at the title? You know, because I'm 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 gonna assume that Brock will beat Goldberg at WrestleMania. And Finn Balor is supposed to be coming back sometime around WrestleMania, so he should get his shot. And now he's got to go up against Brock Lesnar, who fights once every three months. <laughs> exactly. So we'll, yeah. we'll see that at what SummerSlam then? Probably WrestleMania Jeez. 35. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's like I get it because you know the people, the the people who come back, the part timers, they do bring a draw for one reason or another. Right. You know. I mean, I was. Super excited when Goldberg was coming back because I'm a big Goldberg fan. But it's it's that sort of thing like you were talking about, Hunter. Like I have a really hard time with a with a part timer getting a the belt, belt or yeah. at least like the you know prestigious belt because it's just they're not. I don't feel like that's what they're there for. I feel like they're there for many of the people to kind of like you know, kind of pull the backing in a little bit, you know, be like, oh, yeah, it's great seeing them again. Or even giving them, you know, a, a, a different belt. You know, you want to give them an intercontinental belt or, or you know, maybe a USJ or something like that, you know. Yeah. But to have, like, the main <clears throat> belt, it just doesn't – I don't know. It just – it's hard for me to wrap my mind around because 
having you know, an old timer's spurt... belt, you know. Just... Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, because really, of of course, it's just you know the only time it's going to be defended is the next pay per view, without a doubt. I mean, nothing's going to happen in between then and there. You probably won't even have a match for it in between the rest or in between the pay per views. Yeah, which I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, if you, you know, if you want to give Brock Lesnar the title, okay, that's fine. But he's got to be able to defend it. You know, not every Raw or some of that, but you know, not every other pay per view because that's what it's come down to now. Ever since the rebranding is now, pay per views are getting alternated between Raw and SmackDown. So you won't see Brock Lesnar fight for right. four to five weeks. You know, and so the the honor of having the you know the championship belt kind of gets tainted a little bit that way and stuff um and then so like kurt angle is supposed to be so he's getting inducted in the hall of fame at wrestlemania and the rumor is he's coming back for one or two matches so who is he gonna fight who is he gonna go up against that that, that whole whole ordeal and then the hardy boys are rumored to be coming back to wwe they were you know spotted at the um you know, at the headquarters and stuff like that. Supposedly they're just in negotiations, but you know, if they come back and do they jump into the the tag team championships, whatever show they join? You know? I say yes because I think that the tag team championships need spiced up a little bit. I'm oh, not. I, I, I'm absolutely. not thrilled with the either the, either show. I'm yeah, sorry. either one. Yeah, Dude, I, I, I'll tell you what though, I do love Enzo and Big Cass. They're like they've grown on me. Yeah, I like them, but I just. I'm not that interested in any of the other tag teams. Yeah. I'm just... You know, and, like Cesaro and Sheamus? Yeah, oh, gosh. I think it's so dumb. Um, well, the weird thing about that, and I won't get too, off on too much of a tangent. Remember they had that they had that huge feud. It was the best out of sevens matches and this and that. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're tag team. And it's like, what just happened? Well, yeah, um, dude, do you remember the, the, the caveat? It was like the winner would get like a, a title shot and they like tied or something like that. And then the, t- the title shot was they were going to work together for a title shot at the tag team, and that, that was that was the whole thing. Um, but kind of to your point, Mark, there are there's there's there, again we, I feel like we talk about this all the time. There's no tag teams on like either side. You know, there's Enzo and Cass, there's Gales and Anderson, and there's Cesaro and Sheamus on Raw, and that's and that's, I and that, that's yeah it. new day. And I know we you know we go back to the oh god don't get me started on the new day. <laughs> and I know we go oh, back gosh. to like the Attitude Era and stuff like that. I I obviously know it's not that, but like you think about even then though, and it's like every tag team, like even um uh. Oh God, Scotty Too Hotty and um, oh, Grandmaster God. Sexy, too, right? Too cool, <laughs> too cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they, it, it, or you know, it was just like they weren't great, but they were still entertaining, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or you just had so many different oh, tag man. teams, I, and then I mean, the, you, the obvious like Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, all them. Right? What happened to the Dudley Boys? They just dropped out of nowhere, like because well, remember they, they were... got yeah, they like lost, and then wasn't that like their like ret- they like lost their retirement match or something like that. So that was their retirement match. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they got it. It was weird because their retirement match was a tables match, and they lost. I was like, "What in the world just happened?" Like for any, <laughs> I don't know. It didn't make any real sense to me, but uh-huh. I guess not a lot right now it does. But I'm still telling you the way to go, which this will never happen. But um, for me, I think is. Well, it's definitely not going to happen, but you take 
Undertaker and put him in a match with Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. And I don't care. Throw Roman Reigns in there, whatever. Um, give Undertaker the belt. He can retire with the belt. Goldberg wouldn't have the belt anymore. Vacate the belt and have like a tournament for it to get it back. Then you could get the other like young guys or whatever in there. But then, you know, Goldberg could have had the belt and then um, Undertaker could have had the belt. And yay, everybody's happy. But then get it to someone who can wrestle week in, week out. No, I think that sets you up for like a lot of long term success as well, too, though. So like like that's an awesome WrestleMania pay-per-view. So uh, it'd be like Undertaker. Lesnar and Goldberg for like for the title like like I will I'll watch that in two seconds that sounds awesome and then like you said have like a you know have like eight people like an eight person tournament and then have it you know have them fight it out on Raw and then the next that that could be the the um the main event for the next Raw exclusive pay per view is the two remaining seeds battle out for the for the vacated title or something like that I don't know yeah. but, but I mean that just sounds more entertaining and it kind of gives us that ranking that we were talking about a little a little earlier yeah. too. I mean, well, they used to do WWE used to do like what were they called the WWE power rankings? I think do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, they used to do a power rankings. <laughs> yeah, and it was like who went up or down that week and yep. why, and that made it that made it interesting. That made even some of the mid card people interesting to follow, like how high they jumped or low they sank because of whatever it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I don't know, lacking. Yeah, the only problem with your thing is now you have to wait for um, Undertaker to beat the crap out of Roman Reigns now. Yeah, I know. Which, yep. What happened? I, I'm, I mean, how do you guys feel about the Roman Reigns-Undertaker thing? That was complete garbage, the way they set that up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Without a doubt, there was no thought process into that whatsoever. It's like, okay, we're going to have Taker face Roman Reigns, but how are we going to set it up for WrestleMania? I got an idea. We're going to have Roman Reigns defeat Braun Strowman, and then Strowman's going to come out on Raw and call out Reigns. But instead of getting Reigns, he's going to get Taker, and he's going to be scared. He's going to walk away, and then Reigns is going to walk up and be like, hey, man, you was calling me out, not you. Like, what bullshit was that? <laughs> Garbage. Like, a five-year-old could come up with a, a better storyline <clears throat> to set that, that match up. I'd rather see Braun Strowman versus Undertaker. Oh, I thought that's what oh, was going to happen. Awesome. I, thought, awesome. I thought legit that they, they were like, I was thinking, oh, shit, they, they, just, they went back on what... With you know, what the rumor said, and you know, wanted to do something different, and it was going to be Braun Strowman versus Taker. You know, not saying that Braun Strowman was going to get vaulted up into superstardom, you know, but those two at least look eye to eye to each other. Roman Reigns has to look up at Taker. Hey man, he was calling me out. This is my territory, old timer. I was like, geez, you got yeah, my yard now or whatever, yeah. right? Oh my god, this is, that was that was just complete garbage. Anything. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't I mean what is it going to take do you guys think for WWE to get back on track cuz we had talked a while back about better storylines. You know, yeah, it's why do you think that this is still because I feel like that is what everyone is saying. Right? Look, like, the I talent's feel... there. The ta- like the new the yeah. new guys that are talented as can be. You, all, every single person, 
even Kevin Owens, who, like, I have my criticism about him because when you look at him compared to some of the other talent and stuff like that, he just doesn't look like a wrestler, but at least he he can actually hold his own in the ring. But there's just no storyline to it anymore. It's, like, Mick Foley as a GM is just an old man walking around backstage. That's it. Well, isn't he supposed to be getting, like, surgery soon? Yeah, uh, hip surgery, I think. Right, and so they're thinking so that angle might be taken over that, that time. Uh, That's why they keep know, on making him be afraid uh, it. I'll tell you what, I feel like the storyline problems um, are definitely more, like, Raw-centric, whereas, like, SmackDowns yeah. are, are, are more, um, well, they're, they're definitely edgier, for sure, when you get Randy Orton burning down a <laughs> That was hilarious. Whatever. You know, which well, was, I was like, holy hell, what the hell is going on? This was awesome. And you that know, fight so. was awesome between Orton and AJ Styles. Yes, that yeah. was. Yeah. And, and, you know, what's clutch is they have their top guys actually wrestle. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so Styles and Orton and Wyatt and and uh, uh, Dean Ambrose, you know, that they go out there and they wrestle. You know, not, the titles aren't always on the line, but at least you have your top guys going out there and performing. And the, the storylines are good. I, I mean, there's a few that are a little sketchy right now. Like there was – um. What was the other night? It was oh, uh, Cena and um, oh, Miz. Yeah, which, which oh, is fine, but yeah. like, but but Cena and I, what, I um, Nikki Bella versus freaking James Ellsworth and and Carmella. That was like <laughs> that... the worst match. That that, that sucked. Okay, like, so the match sucked, but just the thought process of it was like, oh my god, this is gonna be hilarious. Uh, but it didn't turn out to be as like. My, in my mind, I literally thought that the guy was gonna get his like back broken in half by Cena. Oh my gosh! Uh, you you couldn't have a bigger mismatch, right? Oh, oh without a doubt. The only oh. weird thing for and this is minor, trust me, because I actually like a lot of the SmackDown stories. Um, but the only <clears throat> minor thing for me is like obviously Randy Orton was like you know in his trance or whatever. It's like he won the Royal Rumble and it was like a pretty big deal that he won it. But then he's right. like, no, I'm not doing that. And then all of a sudden he's like, just kidding, I'm gonna burn down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, burn down your house, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and and then and now I'll have a different match to see if I go to the title. It was just like, right. yeah, that didn't make sense. This that, weird backwards yeah. way. It almost <clears throat> meant like so. Why did he win the Royal Rumble? Like it was just right. it was weird to me. But you know, whatever that match with AJ Styles was freaking awesome. Um, the other thing that I liked about SmackDown though was. Um, the uh with the women's division what they said for the stipulation for the title match um when daniel bryan said okay you know what you think you're the best well it's you're going to be challenging every or every woman's going to challenge you so like the whole women's roster is like going to fight for the title yep which is i i like see like that sort of thing that's cool because you know even though I feel like Raw has some of the stronger um, female wrestlers, you know, the storyline over there has gotten pretty stagnant, you know, whereas with um, SmackDown, like that's a, that's a pretty cool idea. Like why not throw them all together and see what happens? Yeah, no, yeah. I definitely agree. You know, and I think it's, I think it, it partly because of, Look who's running the show and and representing the show. So you know, like Shane McMahon coming back and everything like that. And then also, I thought it was a smart decision bringing Daniel Bryan 
um, back and is a GM, you know Daniel Bryan's not going to have like himself being misrepresented because the the guy, you know, I'm not saying anything negative about McFoley or anything like that, but you know the way that Daniel Bryan presents himself as the GM actually makes it look like a legit GM where on Raw they keep doing this, you know mix the the GM but he gets ripped to shreds by Stephanie McMahon and so I'm basically setting up for Mick to step down and angle to take over you know type mm-hmm. um, yeah dude I, I, um, Daniel and Shane like they actually I mean they, they work well together they're, yes. they're super cohesive they're, they're on the same page uh, I don't know speaking of Shane I don't know if you guys saw it or not but like um, there was a thing on, on the WWE YouTube channel where after the match like AJ Styles like lost his mind and, like, got in Shane McMahon's face. Uh, so, word on the street is that they're setting up AJ Styles for Shane McMahon for WrestleMania. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they were pretty much, like, coming to blows with each other. And had kind of be separated. Uh, you, you don't think the road dog, Jesse James, was there? <laughs> yes. like, oh, I saw that. I saw that. They had, like, separated. I was like, oh, road dog, road dog. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's our, I feel like WrestleMania, the card's already kind of uh, – you know, pr- pretty much filled out for the most part. You know, you have Lesnar and Goldberg. You have um, Orton and Wyatt. You're, you're probably going to have Shane uh, and AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, Reigns and Taker. And, and, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, R- Rones, uh, Roman and Taker. Um, you're going to have a, a, ta- um, a WWE uh, Raw tag team of some kind, whether it's uh, Anderson and Gallows versus Cesaro and Sheamus or Enzo and Cass. Um, I'm sh- I'm sure there'll be a uh, SmackDown tag team of some kind, but I feel like American Alpha doesn't get um, an- enough enough pub either, which is somewhat frustrating. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm what I'm a little um, I don't know. I, I, what I'd like to see, I guess, is like some cross brand matches. I feel like we had a few of those at previous joint pay per views, and I'd like to see someone from SmackDown go against someone from Raw, and I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not. Um. I know. Like, I, I mean, like, hey, who, who would it be? You know, like for before, I think I, I forget. Was it? Sorry, I, it might have been SummerSlam or Survivor Series where, um, so I forget who it was, but they challenged for the cruiserweight title, and if they won, the cruiserweights came to SmackDown. That's uh, right. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Th- that's what I was gonna ask too, and because they did that somewhere where so. like. It wasn't a second draft, but yeah, people were like swapping sides. Right. It, I might yeah, Survivor talking. Series. I, I again, they all kind of run together a little bit, but you know, I, I think if you're going to have you know the the rosters from both both shows in the same place, you know, get a little cross promotional thing going. No, definitely. I mean, I think they should do a redraft after after WrestleMania, or some sort of type, um, like just reassemble. Like I know they're 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 planning on doing a women's tournament that's going to include both like both sides. I, 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 I saw that. Yeah, that'll be off. That will that, be like, what? See, see, so, hey, Mark, you've been calling for this for a while, like kind of combining the women's division, uh, yep. and, like you know, putting it on one show, but like having a women's tournament with the participants from both shows on there, like that, that'll be legit, you know, because you'll oh, have, I, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll I have mean, Bailey, Sasha, uh, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, like you'll have, you know, every, everyone's top ladies uh, all in the same place. I, you know, I'm not sure what what they're competing for. Is there is there? I think they're gonna uh, they're gonna blend it together. I think they're with the. They're going to see how things go, see the popularity mm-hmm. of it. But the idea is, it's kind of what Mark had been mentioning for a while now is, you know, having the cruiserweights on one show and the women on yep. another. 
Um, mm. Maybe not exactly like that, but notice how the cruiserweights are on both shows. They're going to try to do it where they're going to bring the, the women's division back to one. And like the the women will just alternate. So on one week they'll be on Raw, like a group will be on Raw. Oh, and yeah. next week they'll be on SmackDown. So they won't necessarily be on back to back shows since mm-hmm. they're live both nights in right. you know Monday Tuesday. But instead it is like you know say um, Charlotte will appear on Raw in s- some sort of match on Raw Monday night. Then the following week she'll be on SmackDown, and they'll just yeah. kind of they'll have a certain group of women just kind of stay either with raw or with SmackDown and then have the, the bigger names jump back and forth. Um, and they're talking about maybe doing that with the, the part-timers as well, uh, that come back now. Cause like we've said, is a raw has been like really heavy with the, with the part-timers. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think too. So those are my, like two main things is either, you know, separate the groups or do exactly what you were just talking about. And the other thing is, once again, they need to bring factions back. Um, I don't care how large, small, whatever they are, but like the Wyatt family was awesome. And I know they want to like let them do their, their singles thing and let that happen. But I feel like the stories were so much better when you have the, like the little groups, even really, I didn't mind Roman Reigns when he was a part of the Shield. The I shield. actually kind of like, yeah, I actually kind of like just that that idea of the of a group and how they were just like getting into everything. And like I said, I get it; they want people to to give them their own singles run. But I don't know. I just something about having factions. I think makes the stories more intriguing because you never know, like if they're going to hop into a, a match or if they're, you know, not, or who they're going to get involved with. Um, that's actually when I really started getting into wrestling was when there was like the corporation and all that, you know, the nation of domination and the, you know, uh, the, the brood and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that just makes it interesting. Even when it's more, I mean, Look at the you know the four horsemen or the NWO like DX all these like I don't know just bringing all these wrestlers together. I mean there was one time in the WWE you know it was like the corp uh, the corporation, then the corporate ministry, and then it was against the uh, what, uh, what were they called the U not the was it the union no what were they called? It was Big Show, Mick Foley or Mankind, Ken Shamrock. And the, the authority? No, oh, it's no. gonna bug me. Oh, um, so. oh my I gosh, it's gonna. I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, Mark, I don't know if you watch much uh, NXT, but there's they kind of have that going on right now. Shocking, because NXT has their shit together. Uh-huh. Um, they have a group called like like Sanity, and uh-huh. uh, like all the all the members look like they were in like Slipknot, and you know they, they have like, oh, a yeah, kind yeah. Of spooky vibe to them. But you know, you know, like you said, there's like you know five members in the group, and sometimes they wrestle singles. Sometimes they do like a tag team thing. You know, sometimes they get involved in each other's matches, and that's you know. They, but they just like come out together and have like this look about them. And like you know, again, it's just kind of uh, talking about what you were saying, like you know, a, a large, no, not not too big. You're not talking like twenty people. But, you know, like a five to seven person group 
um, that kind of is united and like you know, um, you know, like, like the NWO and all the other ones they already mentioned. It just kind of makes a lot of sense, and, and that's definitely lacking right now for sure on both uh, SmackDown and Raw. Yes, agree. Absolutely. On that. Yeah. Um, so sorry, I looked it up, and it was the Union, and it started off with I... Mankind, Big Show, testing Ken Shamrock, because some of them got kicked out of the corporation. That's right. Now, it was also called Up Yours, meaning Union of People You Honor oh, Respect, yes. Son. Oh, yes. I remember Up Yours. <laughs> I remember so, Up Yours. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that's great. What was the one that The Rock was a part of, which uh, Vince McMahon and stuff, when he was a heel? The, oh, the, the corporation? Corporate. Yeah, corp- yeah, that's right. It was, uh, let's see. It was The Rock, um, Ken Shamrock, Big Boss Man, um, Triple H a part of it? I feel like Triple H was a part of it then. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that one up. But yeah, that's when it was. It was awesome then. Yeah. Oh, the, the corporation was one of the better groupings and stuff like that for the WWE. Um, no, I mean, I think it, the big issue has been injuries to the roster but then also splitting the roster now you gotta you gotta find group you gotta find partnerships that work because i mean right now like you get these partnerships like cesaro and seamus you know it's good okay yeah Yeah. but it's not gonna nothing to last um you know like basically the tag teams that are right now with american alpha the usos have been around for a while now Enzo and Big Cass, the Gall- Anderson and Gallows, you know that's basically what we're getting right now. Because everybody else in the singles matches, there's not a, like I don't know, there's not a like there's no one I would put together on Raw that would make a good faction together. Right. No, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think some of it take, like you said, maybe doing some shuffling around either after WrestleMania or. I don't know, some other time. Yeah, definitely. After WrestleMania, I think just not necessarily a reset, but just kind of a refresher and change things up a little bit. So, um, all right, thinking about towards WrestleMania, is there any shot Roman Reigns beats Undertaker? If he does, I'll be, I will seriously be so mad. Like, I'll be, oh, I'll be mad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say no. Uh, you just, yeah, I don't, I, oh gosh, I, I, I have a difficult time envisioning it, which is, uh, you know, really frustrating. And you, I, again, you know, you, you just had Taker beat Braun Strowman. I got to beat the Undertaker. Like I, you can't continually build this guy up and lead him nowhere when the, when the fans don't want it. I'm I guess telling you, my... I'm t- like money is, is that Taker wins, but I'm, I would not be shocked. I know. Yeah. Not be shocked if Roman Reigns won this thing. And Here's the thing: is I feel like I'm saying no, it couldn't happen because I'm trying to tell myself that. But like, it's kind of like you said, I I wouldn't be shocked, but at the same time, I, I really don't think that Reigns will win. But I wouldn't put it past the w, the WWE to do that. Right. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's straight. Uh, well, well, I don't know if they're going to do it now. Ever since. What happened? Did you guys hear what The Rock did on Raw? With, um, uh, what he, what he, he called CM, CM Punk? Punk? Yeah. 
So he, he was felt like after Raw ended, he needed to film a scene for the movie he's doing about Paige. Um, and so he was getting the the crowd hyped up and everything. And I guess Punk is in the movie, um, you know, for for a couple scenes because um, Paige beats uh, what was it? AJ Lee, you know, AJ Lee for the for the Divas Championship and stuff. And that's kind of like the the ultimate, you know, uh, part of the movie, I guess. And so he has Punk's number and he's trying to call and stuff like that. And supposedly it pissed off the the like Vince and. Uh, and uh and stephanie mcmahon and stuff like that and so you know they always do things for the rock and i think that's why they kept roman reigns around for so long because he's related to him but i think after what he did on raw i think they're gonna let reigns take the the beat down from taker good that, that, that'll be enjoyable to watch and then how yeah, about seriously how about the entire crowd cha- uh chanting cm punk for, uh to stephanie mcmahon cool. on monday that was great oh yeah that was awesome Oh goodness! So, what do you think? Who do you guys think is going to win the Universal Championship, Goldberg or Brock Lesnar? I say Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, I just and this is my frustration with Goldberg. And you know, since his return, he's been in like two matches, I think, and and he was in the Royal Rumble for like three minutes. He's, he hasn't taken any bumps. Like, supposedly, you know, this match with Lesnar is supposed to go on. You know, they're supposed to get you know, a good 10, 15 minutes out of it, for uh, hopefully. But I, I just, you know, like he's he's 50 years old. No offense to Goldberg. He looks fantastic for 50. The dude's out there kicking ass, taking names. But, you know, like how long can this kind of go on where you don't wrestle? Or when you do wrestle, it's under a minute. Like, that, like that's a problem. You're going to have the, the universal champion, you know, retain his belt and barely defend it? Like, what the hell is that? Supposedly, he's getting paid, you know, like, some, you know, not ridiculous amount. Like, he's not getting paid a million dollars in matches or whatever and stuff like that. But they were saying that literally he's making close to, like, $3,000 per second, you know, for all the matches, he's the three matches he's been in and stuff like that. Um, you know, wow. it's, it's, like, something ridiculous. I forgot what the... I saw it online. Um, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, you. There's no way, because it takes Goldberg longer to walk to the from the backstage <laughs> to the mat than his actual matches do. That's, that's true. a problem. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean that like, and that's what got me about the whole Fastly because I was when I was watching Fastly, I was like, okay, you know. I can deal with it. I can, you know, I knew that it was the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Not a lot of changes were going to happen. I figured, you know, Goldberg's going to win the championship so he can go up against Brock Lesnar for it. And then they do that bullshit where Kevin Owens jumps out of the ring before the bell rings and just kind of walks around. That lasted five minutes. And then all of a sudden he just decides to jump in and says, all right, let's go, let's go. And then Jericho comes out. Why couldn't it have been two to three minutes of Kevin Owens running around the ring with the, like, or running inside the ring, uh, trying to avoid Goldberg at all costs, you know, with the, with the match actually going on. Then Jericho somehow coming out and distracting him. I just didn't understand that. And then, so literally it took 10 seconds for Goldberg to win the championship. So here's my question for you guys. Would you rather have the universal champion be someone who, 
doesn't wrestle week in, week out, or have long matches, but is at every Raw, or a Universal Champion who can wrestle a full match, but isn't on every show like Brock Lesnar. Can I go with option C and just get Finn Balor back and have <laughs> yeah, him right, exactly. wrestle on Raw and the matches? Why? I, yeah, no, exactly. I feel like that's the issue that, because I completely agree with everything you're saying about Goldberg, 100%. But then at the same time, Brock Lesnar will go missing for weeks or months, and then all of a sudden he's back on a Raw out of nowhere, and then he's gone again, and then he's back, and it's just like, you know, he did the same thing with his, when it was the, um, between he and Randy Orton. Right. <clears throat> And then he disappeared, and then he came back. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah. No, Mark, I feel like you're just proving why neither of these two should he, should hold the belt, like after WrestleMania. You know, right. because they, they can't be on the shows, nor can they put on full matches consistently. So, you, you know, you have a roster of, like, you know, capable people, you know, whether it's Owens or, or Baylor when he comes back, uh, you know, Seth Rollins, of people who are capable of holding the belt, you know, being at Raw and wrestling complete matches weekly, I, I, I don't, I don't, know. I just don't get it. Like, why, does, like this, why does this match have to be for the belt? I don't. I, I feel don't. like they're trying to make this match kind of like the WrestleMania matches that they'll have. You know, like when there was like a Sting versus Triple H, like right. a pretty awesome, huge match of like mm-hmm. some of the some of the older guys. But because, but the thing with Sting and and Triple H is like. Yeah, there was a little bit of a build-up to it, obviously, but this has been going on for a while now. So it's almost like it's already lost steam before it's even started. Right, and, and the, the Sting Triple H was was already big enough. There, there was no title on the line. You know, right. they, they didn't need a title on the line to like promote that match because because it was going to be awesome. Like you know, regardless. And, you know, this is kind of the same thing. If there's actually a match that goes longer than a minute between these two, it could be pretty damn good. No, I definitely agree. I, like, if the, if so, if it's Brock Lesnar-Goldberg and this match isn't longer than 10 minutes, damn, I, I'm going to shake Goldberg's hand because he basically stole money from the WWE. Yeah, especially if it's the, the, the freaking main event. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, if, if this is what you close the show with, and it, and it's another squash, like get the hell out of here! Like people might riot. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So, um, last question on the on the matchups here: uh, Who wins the WWE Championship, Randy Orton or Bray Wyatt? Mm. That is a good one. I say Bray. Mm, I'm going with Bray. Yeah, you know, I I, I, I think tend so to too. Agree with you. I, th- I think I like Bray in that one. Um, yeah, you know, I think he, he, he's a little younger. Um, you know, the, he's fairly new to the belt, but I think he's going to retain it. I, I think there'll be some type some type of outside interference, whether it's from like a um, whether it's like Luke Harper, who's actually pretty damn good in the ring. That, that guy's freaking awesome. Um, yeah. in the ring for sure, like as big as he is. Anyway, uh, but I think there'll be uh, some sort of outside interference, uh, and and Bray will retain uh, and and remain the WWE champion, representing the yeah. blue brand. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think you know he obviously just got it, but not only that, um, 
you know, I guess in a way Orton kind of sort of turned heel with burning down the Wyatt's place, you know, sort of a thing. Um, so I feel like that that gives, you know, Bray more more of a reason to fight and win and, you know, come out on top sort of a thing. Um, I still see, you know, I think what will probably happen is the weeks leading up to WrestleMania you'll see Orton kind of take the edge over him just so at WrestleMania, why it'll end up coming out on top. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, um, yeah, I, like, I don't see any reason why you would take the belt away from Bray Wyatt. I mean, right. basically what you guys have said, you know, Randy Orton's Randy Orton. He's going to, he's going to be Randy Orton with or without the title. But having Bray right. Wyatt, you know, have legitimacy and kind of be up there with the some of the other big dogs and stuff like that. And he right now at his stage of the game and his character, he needs the title to to kind of. And I think it will re, like kind of reinvigorate because ever since you know hit the the Wyatt family faction got broken up, they've kind of lost that mojo as well. Yeah. Um, so I I definitely don't see a reason why to take the belt away from him there. So, well, that's it for us, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And, um, Hunter, thank you so much for spending some time and breaking down a little WWE action with us. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you. Uh, make sure you guys listen to our other podcasts. Um, you know, we're, uh, make sure you're checking out Los Fanboys, um, Nine Panel Grid. Uh, check out, um, what's the other one? Uh, Weekend Warrior, Comic Uno. All the great things going on at lrmonline.com. And uh, let us know what you guys want us to talk about. What do you guys think about WWE? Are we on the right path? Do we have the same you know, opinions as you guys? Uh, let us know in the comments section. Uh, give us reviews on iTunes and on SoundCloud. And tell us what you guys think. Because that's basically what it's all about is covering uh, the events and topics that you guys want to listen to. So uh, that's it for Mike and Mark uh, and special guest host John Hunter. Um, Check us out next week. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.